15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. On this episode of DC On Screen, we talk Shazam numbers, who looks to be replacing Dave Bautista in James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, Tom Welling on Arrow, the Titans' Batman casting of Ian Glynn, problems on the set of Swamp Thing, oh, and Jason decides to metaphorically run through a park kicking puppies and popping kids' balloons. All that and more right after this. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. But this is a story not of a universe, but a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. Welcome into DC On Screen. I am your weathered host, David C. Robertson. And this, a feisty cherub of a man, my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. I'm not feisty today. <laughs> um... Well, I, I, I used feisty cherub of a man. It's a quote from uh, the episode of The Simpsons where uh, Bart breaks his arm and it basically becomes uh, he becomes Jimmy Stewart, you know, and he's like watching Flanders and he thinks from his window, and he's, <laughs> he thinks Flanders has killed his wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lisa's trying to explain to him, like, you've gone mad. You need to focus on other things. And he's like... You're right. I should focus on my play or whatever. And he's like, he starts reading uh, like the descriptions for the characters, and one of them is a feisty cherub of a man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that feels Conan air. Oh, it does. But you know, I was thinking about it because Disney Plus they announced that they were going to be putting all of the Simpsons on their streaming service at launch. I saw that. That's a big win. It is a big win. I'm assuming they're going to keep. Uh, <laughs> family guy somewhere else mm-hmm. um, I mean but yeah it's under contract with Hulu for a while I don't know what how long it's gonna last but that's a good point but you know they they did Disney did say that they were going to be keeping uh, most of their adult content on Hulu so 
or more adult-oriented content from Fox over on Hulu. Yeah, let me rephrase. Don't worry. We're going to make sure we differentiate this in a way where you have to buy both. Don't you concern yourself with that. No, yeah, that's right. Anyway. As far as Feisty Cherub goes, I'm fighting a hangover because I played pool with a colleague last night, and 34-year-old Jason does not realize when he's around a pool table that he's not 22-year-old Jason. Mm-hmm. So. That's a real thing that happens. It's a real thing that happens. Um, before we jump into some news this week, we'd like to thank our wonderful patrons for supporting the show. Yes. Including uh, our newest patron, uh, Brandon B. Uh, thank you so much for joining the $5 tier. You've been a loyal listener for, I think it's safe to say, what, years now? Uh, we've always enjoyed uh, hearing from him on Twitter. Uh, and thank you so much for tossing us dim shekels. Baby. Yes. And uh, if you're interested in becoming a patron, there is a $1 a month option. You will be thanked on air. But if you choose the $5 tier, you'll be getting extra content like Jason's pull list. You'll be getting Marvel reviews. You'll be getting Chasing Squirrels, which is tangents from the cutting room floor. And uh, you'll definitely be getting the little warm-up that Jason and I just recorded before the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we've got other stuff coming down the line. Uh, so hop on board, and we will love you forever. I mean... We're pretty easy on that. We'll love you anyway. Yeah, for sure. All right, so news, Shazam, there is a bit of folder all amongst uh, fans and... Uh, no. Uh, yeah. And uh, Marvel people who like to troll the shit out of DC fans, but um, I'm just going to go ahead and, and put it out there. Domestically, uh, Shazam has done uh, $96 million, uh, and yeah. worldwide it's done $260 million. Yeah, they were open for and more. And that's yeah, they're they. I think they're fine. They've they've doubled it. They've only been out for two weeks proper. It feels like more because they did that advanced screening. Um, yeah, and the advanced screening was worth uh, three million. I want to say. Yeah, yeah, and it outdid and Aquaman. Uh, but it, it's been number one for two weekends. The sequel is assured, guys. This is not a failure. This was a small budget uh, box office mojo. Says it was a hundred million dollars on the on the budget. I've read anywhere from eighty to a hundred. This was a largely unknown character to the general audience, and uh, you know it was stuck between Captain Marvel and Endgame. This is a win. Yeah, this is I think roughly what they expected. Uh, Shazam is critically acclaimed, and aside from a few asshats and a few out of touch parents who apparently don't know that PG stands for parental guidance, mm-hmm. um, this film has great word of mouth. And I think it's going to do gangbusters on home video, honestly. I think it's going to do fantastically on home video. Yeah. Um, the site I used to put my numbers together says $85 million on the budget. Mm-hmm. And 263 worldwide. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not nothing. It's three times no. what it costs to make. That's not bad, guys. It's really not. And, you and know, it is, again, still, number one, both weeks it's been out, will probably again be number one this weekend. And then we'll lose to Avengers Endgame because everything will lose to Avengers Endgame. There's everything will lose to Avengers Endgame. It's just going to happen. But that's not that's a foregone conclusion. You know, I think Shazam, the sequel to Shazam, will probably do better than Shazam, depending on where they put it. Yeah, I think they need to. Um, I I don't know how they ended up with this weekend. I really don't know. I don't know. I I don't I don't know how like production wise this ended up being the weekend they chose. To, to release it like in between those two movies. I mean, they, they yeah. did give themselves some um, some padding from Captain Marvel, which is good, but they mm-hmm. didn't give themselves enough padding for Endgame. Like, they're not going to get, they're just not going to get some of that money that they otherwise would have gotten. I hope they get it a better a no weekend. Win. 
Yeah. I mean, it was it was always going to have a limiting factor to it. But uh, whatever two is, uh, Black Adam v. the Marvel family or whatever, I hope it's um, got a, I hope it's got a clear shot. Just give it like one good month of nothing. Uh, you know, I don't even know what to predict in the Marvel uh, movie catalog. They're not really – they're kind of being quiet about what's coming up in a couple of years. Well, you know, they've, after they've, said, they've said the sequel uh, is probably – well, Dwayne Johnson has said that – his Black Adam movie is coming out and and or going to be shooting in the next year, which he's been saying that for a few years. Yeah. And um, as we said last week, but you know we had the producers say that they were going to have to make uh, Shazam two pretty quickly because the kids are getting are growing up too quickly. I don't think the the sequel is going to have Black Adam in it. I'll probably I, I think it'll probably be Mr. Mind, um, and then we'll get a Black Adam film. Maybe. With 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 them maybe in the third, but I mean they've got a face off at some point, right? Yeah, I mean Dwayne Johnson himself kind of hyped. Man, I, I want to crack at those kids, mm-hmm. but that that was just him talking. That was just some Instagram stuff. I don't know. Then yeah, I mean it's not like he hasn't been in the room and in production meetings and and been excited about stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But he's not completely guessing. But he we don't know when he's talking out of school or not exactly. Yeah. Uh, now, Michelle Borth, who played, uh, spoilers for Shazam, if you haven't seen it, just, you know, you know the rule on our show. If it's been released, we're likely to spoil it, but yeah. here we go. Michelle Borth, the adult Shazam version of Mary Bromfield, uh, according to Parade, anyway, mm-hmm. has been um, signed for five films in the DCEU franchise. Nice. That's bold. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty big. Who knows if they'll use all that, but they they got these people early on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Over to Birds of Prey. Um, Birds of Prey is wrapped. They shared a photo online. Um, is Margot Robbie sitting in her uh, in her little chair? Uh, Lucky Chap is the is the account. Lucky Chap Entertainment is her uh, production company that uh, shared this. And it's got her. Fr- she's in her little costume with all the fringe and stuff hanging off it. I did not notice. I did not notice before that a lot of the fringe is partially made out of shredded up caution tape. <laughs> <laughs> but nice uh, yeah, birds of birds of prey has wrapped. They've wrapped production. That went by really quickly. Yeah, it did. But they, like, I mean, I know they knew it was going to be a a tight kind of uh, street level, pretty low budget movie. So that makes yeah, sense. And that's. That's what Walter Hamada is doing. That's why they brought him over from New Line to to work this because, yeah. you know, they're going to make bank off of these low budget movies. They just are. Yeah. They they really are. Um but yeah, so on the on the chair there's a Birds of Prey logo. And it uses these weapon silhouettes to create the letters. Mm-hmm. And um have you seen this thing? Mm-mm. It's like B is a domino mask and I and R are separated by an arrow. And D looks like a pair of women's lips. S has a knife through it to make the S symbol, uh, or to make the S. Uh, o has a bat in the middle of it. I, the, the eye of the P, uh, is a diamond. Um, there's a mallet in the middle of the R. The E is a hair comb. <laughs> nice. I mean, it's, it's nicely done. And then they've got these like neon letters that says, you know, and the, and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Oh, I like the style of it. Yeah. Kind of looking at it now. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Do you say hair comb on E? It looks, that's what it looks like to me. That is the thing you put between your toes when you're uh, painting your toes. 
Oh, is that what that is? It just um, look like a look like a comb to me. Okay. The Eon Prey. Well, that right? works too. Yeah. I'm ninety ninety percent sure. Okay. Well, that's cool too. That makes that also works. Over to suicide. A lot of um, weapons. <laughs> yeah, a lot of weapons. This, like like forty percent of the letters are weaponry based. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. pretty great. Um, over to the Suicide Squad. It looks like uh, like Variety has uh, reported this week that. John Cena was being eyed for the Suicide Squad. And it looks like he's replacing Dave Bautista's character. It looks like he's probably going to be playing Peacemaker. Dave hmm. Bautista left because of scheduling conflicts. He has a massive work schedule. And this was Justin Kroll uh, added that on Twitter after he uh, posted his article. So that's sad. Hmm. I, I, I really wanted to see Dave Bautista work with James Gunn again. Uh, I mean, I'm sure I will in Guardians 3. Yeah, I mean, you'll, you'll, he's presumably still going to be there. That seemed to yeah. be a forgive and forget situation over in over at Disney right now. Mm-hmm. Of course, I haven't seen John Cena really act in anything, so I don't know how good he is. I've seen clips from stuff. Like, somebody showed me uh, the trailer from, like, Blockers, and I thought, okay, well, it's funny, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I've never... I've seen him here and there, and I've never I've never thought, well, this this is terrible. So, I, let's just go with... Uh, let's just go with Optimistic. <laughs> yeah. Fingers crossed. All right, so there was um, we had a uh, a stunt guy, Nick McCl- Nick McGinless. I don't know what he was responding to, but he says this is correct, and then he says I played Ares in Justice League, not the previous actor, not David uh, Thewlis. He says I was not credited for my work. We shot a whole fight sequence with Darkseid. I trained for four months to get in that shape. Zach was amazing to work with. Thanks for posting this. I don't, again, I don't know what he posted, but um. That does uh, sync up with a piece of news that came out recently that Ray Porter was cast as Darkseid in Justice League. Uh, the Exiles Network has reported this. Mm-hmm. And um, Ray Porter was like on an episode of ER. He's been on a couple of things. Uh, Shameless, The Mentalist. He's been on Modern Family and the kids are all right. Um, he also does a ton of voice work on Audible. Mm-hmm. He's a lot of audiobooks, I guess. And... Uh, and uh, Zack Snyder has uh, apparently uh, pretty much confirmed this by int- within like a day of the news dropping. He re- he introduced him on Vero and said uh, he's the man. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. who's this fellow again? Hmm. Who's this fellow again? Ray Porter. Ray Porter. Just want to know who I'm talking about here. I'm assuming this is. I'm assuming he would be in like a mocap suit or something. But I think wow. the voice is probably what would be the most. That's crazy. That guy trained for four months? No, 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 no. The other guy was, uh, the guy that trained for four months was Nick McKinless. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. I was about to say, that guy, yeah. oh, man. That, like, that guy's, he's got a little chub yeah. to him. That was going to be the hard four months. Yeah, Nick McKinless, Nick McKinless was playing Ares in the dark side fight. Okay. All right. I'm back. I'm and and then he subsequently said that he they he believes that they were going to put David Thewlis's face on top of his body and and probably have voice work but come in. So which by the way, uh, if you look at the the theatrical cut of Justice League, David Thewlis is uh, credited as playing Ares. Hmm. Nice. Maybe a shadow somewhere in one of that in that early scene or something. Mm-hmm. So there is this, um, there was a sequence, and we know that Darkseid was in the Snyder Cup because there was a sequence, uh, that Zach storyboarded, and he said over and over again, and even in relation to this, 
I shoot what I draw. And there's yeah. a storyboard uh, that's like a camera close up into uh, into dark side. We see a mother box twirl and then click into place. And it looks like there's an explosion that like basically wipes out a city. And we like close in on the freaking Hall of Justice. Of course. And just past the Hall of Justice is the giant Omega symbol from the nightmare sequence in BVS. <clears throat> So apparently that is shot somewhere. <laughs> In some capacity. And um, now this, I couldn't find anything from this piece of news except from Suicide Squad cast. Um, so credit to Scott and Tim for this one. Um, but I, you know, have not been on Twitter because some oh, asshole yeah. leaked a bunch of stuff from Endgame. I meant to and, do like a PSA up front for anybody listening. Uh Avoid Facebook and Twitter for a while if you're yeah. attached to spoilers or, you know, mm-hmm. to not being spoiled. Right. So I haven't been, I've pretty much been ignoring most of, of Twitter, but um, I, I would not have seen this. But Scott and Tim reported this on their show, on their latest episode. And uh, apparently there's a renewed campaign for the Snyder Cut advocates to call Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. But at this point, they are getting stopped by the operators, and they're not letting it go through, but there are apparently, according to them, two different videos from two different people that get that have gotten this response, um, where the operators tell them no comment can be made until it is announced in the trades, and that's when they're asked for a comment on the status of the Snyder Cut, which is interesting wording. Yeah, but that's a boilerplate response. Like, it's only interesting well, wording if you're looking for that. Maybe, but without any backstory whatsoever, an operator could would would be prompted. It's like it's going to be in writing in front of her. Just say nothing can be said until it's in the trades. Right. And but then when they were pressed, they said an announcement is forthcoming again. Also, I mean, I knew you were going to take this position on it. (laughs) It's just that's that's on their script. I think like if we could find one of them off duty, buy him a couple drinks and say, this is what you're told to say for like all the calls, right? You've literally got Zack Snyder saying, it's done. They have it. It's up to them to release it. And you're like, nah, it's not there. No, because there's no way an operator is, is privy to that. There's no fucking way. Oh, no, no. I don't think an operator is privy to it. They have I think. no idea what dialogue they're engaged in right now. This is this is a complete left field situation. That, no. I, like This is a bunch of people... Coming, coming at the operator who's just trying to do their their eight to five with some shit they weren't even paying attention to, and then they they give them some boilerplate responses. I my argument is not that the operators know what conversation they're having, which I do think they they have some idea. People are actively calling as a movement or a campaign, um, but I think they've got called enough that I think Warner Brothers gave them a, a response that they had to say. But I just, I do think the wording is interesting. I'm not saying it's happening or not, but let, I feel like there is at least like let me, 50 let me, different ways you could, 50 other ways you could say that, that that doesn't sound, make it sound like there is an announcement that's, you know, coming in a positive light. You know what I mean? I don't think they changed a single word and on purpose. <laughs> I think that's exactly what would happen if you called in for any other movie. And I'd almost like to test it. Call in and ask mm. for the, uh, I don't know what Warner Brothers owns well enough to do this. I mean, it, it, but you could call in and ask for the so-and-so cut of whatever, and I think you're going to be told the same thing. And it's specifically because, like, let's follow the logic. What mm-hmm. good does it do them 
when they know there's a campaign happening, they they have people. They have people in charge of their social media that tell them, hey, uh, this is what mm-hmm. they're up to now. What good would it possibly do them to say, you know what we should do? We should give them some vague wording. Mm-hmm. That'll settle them down. Well, I mean, I don't think this is that vague. I think it's saying that there is an announcement coming. They said, literally, an announcement is forthcoming. That doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it's bad or good. It just means that there's one coming. But we'll see. in my mind, why would they announce something that was negative? Why would they make it a, a grand announcement about the Snyder Cut and say, it's not happening? I mean, I agree. From from your viewpoint, it. <laughs> I get it. Like, I get why it looks like that. Mm-hmm. I'm also saying if you if you remove if you remove the idea that you think it's coming out, what you have left is a bunch of operators with absolutely no skin in this game reading off the the, the script. I mean, I'm keeping and my it hopes low. That don't get way me wrong. because that's what it would sound like. I mean, my I, my I hopes still want are, to see it. I mean, I'm, I'm rooting yeah, for this. I, absolutely, it just doesn't. It, I, that's not like I'm not going to bed tonight thinking, oh, any day now. I'm not doing that. Oh, I'm not doing that. Like I said, my hopes are so low, man. It's my hopes are like in the left shoe of Jimmy Hoffa deep inside of the concrete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 but you know, I, I can still look up and see, you know, light glimmering at the top of the, of the ocean. (laughs) I I get it. (laughs) And I I think it's interesting wording. It's, uh, it's like it from, again, from one viewpoint, it's really interesting wording. And from another viewpoint, it's, completely the least interesting wording purposefully mm-hmm. so yeah hate to be a wet blanket on that but that's what it feels like to me i mean i you know i knew when i was putting it in the notes that you, i knew i knew you were gonna be the wet blanket <laughs> on that <laughs> sorry to continue my stance on the issue <laughs> and i will be glad when you're wrong i <laughs> dude if it happens I, i'm not don't get me wrong. I, I know you will be too. I, th- I think you'd be very interested to see it as well. I'd love to see it. I, I, I'd be uh, more than happy to be wrong about this. Mm-hmm. And I think eventually I will. It's just going to be in like 23 years. I don't think it'll be that long. Maybe seven. I think it'll be July. Mm-mm. I think they'll announce it at Comic-Con. Honestly do. No, there's going to be all those people with the I Love ZS shirts again. It's not going away. The only way to move on. And you know, Brent from uh, Fans Without Borders was bringing this up the other day. And time goes by so quickly. But he was he was pointing out that like if they had just let him do what he was gonna do his like five movie plan like it would have been over like next year yeah by now <laughs> yeah this would be wrapping up <laughs> and they could have moved on with their lives <laughs> and now the problem is if they do release it and it does well that's mm-hmm. a that's it's a lose lose for them like if it, if they release it and it doesn't do anything mm-hmm. what what do they gain nothing absolutely nothing they'll get some DVD sales out of it. But if they have to put any money into the production of actually finishing this thing, which they would, because it was definitely not mm-hmm. in post when he was taken out. So I don't know where it was. It, they finished, as far as I remember, they finished uh, uh, principal photography, and then not not too long after, Zach was gone. No, no. Uh, there there are people who said there are people who have said they saw the the um, the assembly cut and not everything. Like it was there was CG. There had been CGI done on it. Like it wasn't completely well, yeah. like Zach. I mean, you can you can it's not like they start post all at once i mean the stuff that you mm-hmm. know is this is this is going to be in there you know 90 percent sure this shot's going in you go ahead and start you get a head start on it but, yeah okay i feel like i've said this many times so i'll say it quickly yeah the um, assembly cut <laughs> is not the same as one you want to see to get no, it to it's the not. W- want to see part you have to spend money if you spend that money and it doesn't pay off as in you don't have enough sales to uh, justify that money you lost 
if you spend that money and it does pay off, as in you make a ton of money on it and mm-hmm. you, you've uh, created the, the, a rabid fan base of people who are like, oh my God, uh, not is it not only the people who understood his movies and wanted to see more, but the other people who like were going to be won over by this movie and thought, you know what? I see what he's going for now. Let's say all that works out. Well, now you've got to mm-hmm. make a whole new strand of movies with with artists that you've already let off the hook. Yeah, I mean, I I understand your points, um, but then I'm also thinking this. You know, I, we've seen several people say different variations of how done it is, and I'm not sure how accurate any of them are. And then you also have Zack Snyder, who's standing there, albeit tipsy, telling fans, "No, it's done. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I have copies." Not. So uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know how done he means, but uh, just to shut the fans up, it might be worth it. And you know, to be clear, and I think most of them know, and the ones who don't are, would probably just be happy to see the Snyder cut. And be like, okay, well, I got my Snyder cut. Uh, but we it's know like you would have to uh, announce it with terms. Like, okay, is <laughs> what you need to know. This version of, us- of the cinematic universe going forward is no more. It's not yeah, I, in continuity. This is a different version. This is a different sliver of the of the the, the, the dimensional gaps. As I I'll understand, show it, it to you. As don't I understand, ask it, for more. As I understand it, the Snyder cut, as it exists, was already altered from the five movie plan because that five movie plan was uh, before BVS came out. I know. Yeah, the five movie plan. As it so as it was originally planned, crumpled in a meeting one day when he mentioned Batman and the executives just took over and said, "Why don't we have them the same film?" Well, no, I think the five movie plan came after that. But <laughs> no, my see, I thought he had yeah. five movies that he wanted to do, and then he he said it was like when he brought up Batman, it was he couldn't get that back in the uh, back in the can or however he put it. And well, then no, that he had was to do a Batman a Batman a, movie with Superman. I don't think the Batman the five the five movie plan didn't happen until until BVS like when he was like oh shit we're gonna do this because I don't think they were planning on making a, a cinematic universe until I'd have to after go back. Man of Steel I'd have to go back but I sw- I can swear to you we already had been told about Justice League one and two that early on no no we didn't know what was happening when Man of Steel came out okay we just knew they were making a Man of Steel because uh, I remember it was a big deal three years ago a- and I really don't know how to, I can't stand by anything I'm saying right now. It was a big deal when, without some research. Well, Man of Steel was six years ago. Yeah, and it was yeah. a big so deal it was when five like, years I, ago. Then what we're talking about when I read in a trade that like Zack Snyder confirmed that you know those whales saved Clark in Man of Steel, or the Aquaman saved those whales. Uh, sorry, yeah, the, the Aquaman made the whales save Clark in Man of Steel, and I was like, holy shit, he said Aquaman. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, um, yeah. So uh, Justice League. The Snyder Cut, as it exists, is whether it's finished or not, or how finished it is. If they spent the money and they released it, which I I do believe they will, because it's not going away. Um, and the Squadcast guys were even joking around, like, I hope they realize that after this comes out, though, it's, it's going to be like release the Ayer Cut. <laughs> no, it's going to get worse. <laughs> They're either going to create a mini market of uh, like B side variations of their movies that have no continuity. Or they're, uh, they're just, it's just no. I'm just not no. convinced the Snyder Cut would have no continuity. I think it ends pretty much the same way the Whedon Cut ends. I really do. And also, Jason Momoa outright said Aquaman picks up after Zack Snyder's version of Justice League. Yeah, we know that part. Or at least, as insofar as he understood it, we know it. But mm-hmm. anyway, I just, I can't, and, I can't anymore. I just can't. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> It'll be all right, Jason. I just, it's just. 
I've long been at the point where it's like I want a press release from Warner Brothers, or I don't. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Mm. It's, it's frustrating. All right, you want to talk about TV then? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do TV. TV sounds great. <laughs> TV we know is happening. <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, actually, I guess we don't. Uh, but uh, according to a fan that attended the Armageddon Expo in New Zealand, Tom Welling has confirmed that he's going to be appearing on Arrow next season. Ooh, really? He didn't. He didn't say who he'd play. Um, they convinced him to go back to Vancouver for something? I guess so. Uh, we know that he was offered the role of Superman on Supergirl a few years ago, and he turned it down. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we don't know who he's playing. I assume it's not going to be Superman. No. Well, that, that would have been, been great, but you'd have had to explain, like, another Green Arrow and stuff. I mean... I, like, I know you don't have, to, have he, to, but you can't cast him in the exact same role that has 10 years worth of story and not explain something to me. I mean, why not? We have John Wesley Ship running around. Yeah, but they explained it. Yeah, but I feel like in the explanation of John Wesley Ship, you can do whatever you want with Tom Welling. Maybe. We all know it's a multiverse. Yeah. I mean, maybe you just explain quickly. Oh, he's <laughs> he's he was Clark in another multiverse that's kind of... Uh, we burned that one to the ground, too. <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> yeah, everyone's dead. No, we're not going to talk about it anymore, though. Everyone made it I formed, Chloe. I formed bonds with these characters over 10 years. All dead. All dead. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, you just have like the Smallville universe collapsing. Tom Willing comes to a portal. He's like, luckily I saved all of my friends, except for Chloe. <laughs> no saving her. <laughs> next same question. I mean, next question. Yeah. Uh, so uh, a report from Deadline says that um, <laughs> Batwoman is considered a lock and is reportedly already... Uh, Already has half of their writing staff in place. Or, no. sorry, already has a writing staff in place. I don't know why I saw the word has and said and thought it said half. <laughs> but yeah, already has a writing staff in place. So I believe that. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're, they're getting picked up. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd be willing to bet on that at this point. Uh, this is really exciting. And when they dropped the news, I didn't know the guy from Adam. Uh, I still kind of don't. But, um, according to the, to Deadline, uh, Ian Glenn, a 57-year-old actor who's known from uh, Game of Thrones and uh, something called Jack Taylor, which was recommended to me uh, by Scott of Squadcast, is uh, playing Batman in Titans this year, season two. I didn't know him either, and I'm not trying to be the cliche, I don't watch Game of Thrones guy. I just mean I don't know the guy. But I love how I love how that even has even become a meme. The cliche, yeah. I don't watch Game of Thrones person. I know. It used to be Sopranos and stuff like that. It's just it's a, there's always a show on where somebody's there's a, a group of people that pride themselves on not watching it. But I'm not doing that. I'm not being the douchey edge lord who doesn't watch it. I'm being the guy that's like, I'm sorry, I don't want to be burned again. <laughs> I'll get around to it, maybe. Yeah. I'm not sure it's my thing anyway. I've told people, I've said this many times, I think, I watched four episodes. It seemed like it was going kind of slow. I didn't have time for anything else on my roster right then. Two years later, I'm told, like, oh, dude, the fifth episode, everybody starts dying. I'm like, oh, well, they didn't, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I would have, if I'd pitched in one more week, maybe I'd be there. Yeah. Week, but but I have lost good shows because I just didn't have time. And, um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's we haven't even actually listed numerically how many DC shows are on at any given point. We should probably just make that list for, for our own sake. Yeah. <laughs> But it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. Like I said, Squ- uh, Scott and I over on Facebook. all of the Marvel stuff, too. It's a lot. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so behind on some of the Marvel stuff. 
But yeah, Scott told me, you've got to watch Jack Taylor right now. And I was like, no time for love, Dr. Jones. <laughs> Show me a clip, sir. That's what I've got time for. And that's what I did. I went to YouTube and I found some clips. I mean, I I mean, I, I couldn't find any clips of him doing an American accent. And maybe they won't have him do an American accent. I don't want to be presumptuous. Uh, but he seems like a badass. An old badass. He, all I know is the images I've saw, I, I saw from my quick little search and the only thing I could tell you really is yeah if you dye that dude's hair black he's he'll he'll do yeah the, and uh, also all of their other casting has been on point mm-hmm. the like, description for him says all. after after decades of fighting crime as Batman billionaire Bruce Wayne is just as driven to protect Gotham from evil as he was in his prime needing to reconcile his relationship with Dick Grayson the duo hope to forge a new dynamic as Bruce tries to help his former sidekick and the Titans achieve success I'm totally down Yep. I he I I watched some bits of Jack Taylor. Um I don't know, maybe it was his girlfriend, his wife, I have no idea. She she's got some kind of breast cancer situation in the clip I watched. The doctor was recommending she uh have a double a mastectomy. She's like I don't want to and he's like, "Well, you know, most patients regret not taking my recommendations." And then uh, after she gets up and leaves, he gets up and gets in the dude's face. He's like, "Next time be more respectful or I'll break your effing femur." And I was like, well, that was Batman. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was a that was a Batman in a uh, lab, lab coat. I like it. It was a thick brogue, but that was Batman. But I heard Batman there. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway. We we had a little swamp thing teaser dropped. It was just swamp thing poking his head out of a swamp with some ominous music. Mm. And um that came just before or just after some pretty gnarly news about Swamp Thing, it looks like they have cut their production from 13 episodes to 10. Them and uh, the, the decision uh, came Tuesday night. Multiple sources within the industry said the production's crew was assembled by producers. They were told that the show would be shutting down after filming is completed on episode 10. Apparently there's going to be some rewrites. They're going to try to give the season a, a satisfactory ending in episode 10. Um, oh. yeah. Well, that is interesting. And, yeah. And, uh, Hollywood Reporter is suggesting that it's due to creative differences between creative and Warner Brothers. Uh, actress Virginia Madsen on Instagram posted and quickly deleted a picture of Swamp Thing and said, I'm beyond sad. What a terrible decision. We have been cut to the core by those who have never set foot in the swamp. They hmm. made her delete that shit quick. Hmm. She even said, like, e- even though I was told not to, I'll use the hashtag Swamp Thing. Yeah, they they they, <laughs> they had her kill that real quick. Yeah, something's going on. Uh, now, some people think it's uh, some people are reporting that it's uh, an indication that DC Universe isn't doing well. Um, I mean, I, I, I think it's interesting. Say critically, it's not doing well. Critically, it's doing pretty great. Critically, it's doing great. Um, I can't imagine that this is that it's a coincidence. This happened right after the Apple. Uh, the big Apple announcements with their streaming service. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what's happening. I I hope everything's okay. Yeah, yeah. It it could just be the show though. Swamp Thing's a hard thing to get, to get right. Mm-hmm. They two things might be happening. One, it could be an absolute shit show. Mm-hmm. They um they've gotten you know x amount of episodes into filming and thought this is just not coming out to be what I want it to be. Warner Brothers is watching the the dailies or whatever they're doing now and just saying, like, no, we're not. This isn't what we paid you to make. 
That mm-hmm. kind of, I've I've heard of that conversation happening before several times. It gets to it gets to a head where it's like, look, you hired me to do this, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. We've all heard backstories of like conversations like that. But if if that's the case, then yeah, it may just be a shit show, and they just told him like, I'm not paying for any more episodes of of this show. Wrap it up and get it off my network. Right. Could also be. I mean, there's a chance because right at the moment, like Titans did the same thing. Wrapped up earlier than we expected, but they had already renewed for season two, so they were excited about that. Um, that went a different way. Like when Titans wrapped for season two and reduced their episode count, it was because they were trying to make sure they they set up something bigger for next year. Like they, it was mid like mid season. They kind of had an idea. Like, what if we did it this way? And it was a creative decision to do what they did. Mm-hmm. This sounds more shit, Joey. Yeah, this doesn't sound does. as optimistic as that. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait for it somebody other than sources to really be sure of it well i mean i think the most damning thing is virginia madsen that's pretty bad yeah um but you know a lot of times the actors aren't really privy to how bad things are going creatively like um yeah you put on a happy face when you come back from the meetings with the execs and say we're doing great it's gonna be fun they love it well i mean you think about like how often are they gonna see like a green tennis ball and know and just react to that and think that everything looks great yeah. Or like, uh, you know, a man in suit and they're like, well, it'll be, you know, cleaned up in, in post. And uh, you think that like, like, for instance, Star Trek V, notoriously terrible Star Trek film, which I kind of like it, but whatever. Um, originally, they had shot, they, well, they had in the budget or they tried, they had in the script, I should say, a number of like these like molten rock creatures and then by the time they got to the end of the movie, they, they realized, oh, we don't have the budget for all these molten rot creatures. We have the budget for one. So they made one. <laughs> and it looked so bad, they were like, okay, we're going to cut like the whole ending of this movie and rewrite it so there are no molten rock creatures. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they've shown the footage of them. They look awful. I'm glad those things weren't in there. That or that one thing was edit. not in there. So, you know, th- it could be something like that. We don't know. It but, could be, and it, you know, it, knocking out three episodes is a pretty. There's still time. Um, pretty heavy thing. I don't know how much Warner Brothers, uh, as far as DC Universe is going, is really listening to the fans and and putting out what they want. Like, mm-hmm. it's also telling to me that like, hadn't Doom Patrol season two been picked up already? I don't know. I don't know about that. I have, but I don't Titans, think like remember. Titans, was picked up for season two before the first episode dropped. Hmm. Um. Which might indicate that Warner Brothers is kind of watching this stuff and deciding for themselves this has legs or it doesn't and and buying in regardless of what the fans say so it may not affect anything if the actual show comes out and we all look at it and say well this is the best swamp thing take i've ever seen in my life what do you do more yeah i mean i've also seen people conject that it has something to do with the warner brothers streaming service that's releasing soon or i see they're gonna fold that in is my bet i think they will i don't like if anything they want to make sure they've got properties the way netflix has properties the way hulu has properties the way all these people have properties they've got their original content that that's theirs you know you're going to buy in for that yeah like at netflix, the very least i think all netflix did was release a comedy special every now and then i would still have to buy netflix at the very least i think they'll probably make it to where you can do either or or both in a bundle maybe i think it just gets bundled over personally hmm. maybe but then you gotta wonder like will they put the comp will they still have the comics on that service on the wonder service it's a question they could. I mean, Disney has all the rights whatsoever to say they don't, you know, fuck Comixology and the Marvel Unlimited, and they've not chosen to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it, it really will, I think, like, matter. 
they, let's put it this way. They also know their own numbers, so they know whether these shows are doing well. Mm-hmm. And I haven't really found a good source about ratings for the DC Universe. I haven't either. So that'll play into it. Yeah, I guess we'll see. And uh, as far as they go now, the weirder they've gotten, the better it is. Like, Doom, Doom Patrol's fe- just phenomenal. Yeah, which, I don't know, to me, is like every, the weirder Doom Patrol gets, the the more I'm like, man, this is going to be canceled so quick. <laughs> I love this. The more it's I love been, it, the more certain I am it's going to go away. Yeah. Like, every time I see see them uh, like just go another step closer into insanity, I just think, oh, God, this is, I can't believe I'm getting to see this. That's that's the primary reason, like, uh, you know, we don't have any numbers for uh, CBS All Access either, but you keep having these fans who hate Discovery, and they're like, every little thing, every little news bit, they're like, oh, Discovery's in trouble, it's getting canceled, and I'm like, I enjoy Discovery, it's gonna, but, you know, there's just enough there that annoys me that it's gonna keep getting picked up, (laughs) don't worry. Like, it hasn't reached the threshold for I I don't like it enough. It'll be fine. Right. It hasn't gone to that place of I love this unabashedly. Yeah. If I loved it unabashedly, it'd be canceled. Immediately. I understand. So there needs to be some little thing there that's just kind of hanging around going like, hmm, the holograms weren't there back in these days. Oh. Yeah, Yeah. it'll be renewed. (laughs) It's the Firefly (laughs) effect. Yes. (laughs) Which I do very much enjoy Star Trek Discovery most of the time. Mm-hmm. But I feel you. I feel you. Anyway, it, uh, I do. I wish we knew more. Objectively, knew more. But it's all sources mm-hmm. and trying to feel it out. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, one final piece of news. <laughs> Greg Wiseman announced that's a wrap. All twenty-six episodes of Young Justice Outsiders are in the can. Thanks to Brandon Vietti, our cast and crew, and our amazing fans. Nice. And that's it. That's the news for this week, guys. I, I don't really. I, that's another one where I don't know if we're going to get another season, but I've enjoyed this one. Mm-hmm. It's glad to see those guys back. Yeah. I I have had my issues with it, and apparently uh, the comic book gods have heard my cries and decided to double down on the things I don't like because now we're getting Markovia and Black Lightning as well. <laughs> 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 but that's fine, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I think you'll enjoy Markovia in... Young Justice Part 2, but we'll see. You think? I think so. Can you promise me, Jason? Nope. I sure can't. I'm going to make sure we talk about the Snyder Cut next week. No, please. Please, no. <laughs> I'm just going to stop leaving, uh, start leaving you out of the conversation. And I'll just like cut in with my own little thing. By the way, here's an update on Snyder Cut. I'm hopeful. We know Jason isn't. Goodbye. <laughs> That's yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's about it. I wish you um, were more hopeful, man. I want you to be happy. We, we need like a sound effect that we can use because I don't actually want to do it. But we like we need the sound of like a, a crow being murdered and then chewed on and eaten <laughs> in what? case I'm wrong. <laughs> I think I'll try to figure that out. Maybe a hat if you want to go with less violent. Whatever That's the sound terrible. of a person eating a hat would be. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I will for sure say, hey, I was wrong. Yeah, I know you're pretty good about that. It happens so often. I have practice. I don't know about that, but okay. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, My throat hurts, so I'm going to wrap this up. Yeah, wrap it up. Go get well. Um, uh, Take a shower. Yeah. uh, You can find me. I tweet at David C. Robertson. Jason tweets 
at uh was it at duck duck goss mm-hmm. on twitter uh now and, for uh, another uh week, yeah. or week or so though yeah right. and uh the show tweets at dc on screen dc on screen.com for every episode uh of course there's a patreon out there patreon.com slash dc on screen and uh, we've already given you the uh the rundown on that until uh, after Endgame comes out, you will only be able to find me at DC on screen at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, I mean, I've, I've literally deleted the Facebook and Twitter icons from my phone. Mm-hmm. Lest I forget and accidentally start scrolling. In, in the next couple of weeks, I, I hope we get to uh, do Justice League versus the Fatal Five. I'd really like to, to watch that. I'm hearing really great things about it. Mm-hmm. I watched uh, the first few minutes oh, on DC you? Universe. Oh, I know. Oh, I'm aware. No, no, I know. <laughs> yeah, I watched uh, about the first 10 minutes. It was good. Cool. So um, until next time, go watch Shazam and uh, keep some DC on your screen. Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, could be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time, TV show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more. Are you maladjusted? Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC. Spring forward at Banana Republic Factory with 50 to 70% off everything. Shop season favorites from colorful dresses to easy tops from $19.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Enjoy 50 to 70% off almost everything at Gap Factory and GapFactory.com. Shop tees from $6.99 and joggers from $24.99. Plus extra 15% off online. Exclusions apply. Shop the sale through April 6th. Better Banking is getting an unbelievable 0.99% APR rate on a home equity line of credit from First Commonwealth Bank to turn your bathroom into your, wow, I love this bathroom, bathroom. 0.99% introductory APR for six months that adjusts to a variable rate based on Wall Street Journal prime rate plus or minus a margin with a minimum rate of 2.99% and a maximum rate of 18%. Offer subject to change or withdrawal at any time. Call 1-800-711-2265 for details about credit costs and terms. Equal housing lender, First Commonwealth Bank, member FDIC.